What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where we teach you how to grow on social media by talking to people that have actually done it. And today is a takeaways episode. If you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and then I talk to you one-on-one about the most recent episode of the podcast. And today we're talking about Alana Wiles, aka Mommy Shorts. So if you haven't listened to the entire episode with her yet, definitely go and check that out. I know it's a long one, it's around an hour and a half, but it's a, such a good episode. She provides ton of a ton of value, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So make sure you listen to that before you listen to this. And another thing with these takeaways episodes is I do them in one take. It's just a little bonus piece of content that I like to give out. So I don't really edit it. I don't stress too much. There's a little bit of background noise or anything like that. I pretty much just sit down, record the episode in 15, 20 minutes, maybe sometimes only 10, and then I just kind of, I'll do like one or two quick little edits to it, and then I will throw it into my podcast host and schedule it out for you. So if there's any weird things, I try not to be as picky with these ones. Like I said, it's just a quick little piece of bonus content that I try to bring to you so you get more than one episode a week, and you get to know me a little bit better because when we do the regular podcast episodes, I don't talk very much, but that's by design. I want to give the opportunity for the person I'm interviewing, the person I'm having a conversation with to talk as much as they can, because in certain situations, like in Alana specifically, there's not many other situations where I get to sit in a room with her for an hour and a half talking about her career on social media. I've said this before that without the podcast, I wouldn't necessarily get the opportunity to talk to these people. Like if I just DM'd Alana on Instagram and be like, hey, do you want to grab coffee and talk for like an hour and a half about your career on social media? Probably not going to work out. So anyways, kind of a long tangent to what these takeaways episodes are. But the first thing that I want to talk about is how Alana wasn't expecting to get into blogging. She created it as a way to help her get back into the advertising industry. It was just a way for her to get experience in the digital world before making the jump back into the industry. And the point I want to make here with that is that you never really know what you're going to like, what's going to grab hold of you. In Alana's case, one, she loved her job in the advertising industry, but once she found blogging like that, after she'd been doing it for a little while, that kind of became the thing. And to that point is you never really know necessarily what you're going to love and this is a Gary Vee thing but he says just taste taste as much as you can try different things act quickly figure out what you like what you don't like and then do whatever you can to make that your career and in Alana's case she was doing blogging she was doing it on the side trying to make it work and then her husband was like I believe it was her husband I might be misremembering but he said that what would it take if for you to make this your full-time job and then she went she made the decision to go all in on what she enjoyed and going into it she never would have expected that it would be her full-time job she never would have thought that this would be something she'd want to make her full-time job when she first started and that's the case with a lot of things you just never know so I think a really important thing to that I took away from that is just to try different things out you never know what's going to take a hold of you for me the like just using myself as an example I didn't know I was going to enjoy podcasting this much uh, I did a Facebook live a couple weeks ago, well, by the, or an Instagram, Instagram live a couple weeks ago, and I got asked if I thought that I would, uh, if I would have wanted to be a radio broadcaster before starting the podcast, and I that was never 
really a thought to me. Like growing up, being a radio broadcaster was never something I strived for. And that wasn't the reason I started the podcast. I just kind of wanted to try the podcast. I listened to a bunch. So I figured, you know what? I might give this a shot. And it turns out I love doing it. So my takeaway from that with Alana and kind of a takeaway from myself personally is just try a bunch of different things until you find that one thing that you love. Maybe it's photography, maybe it's vlogging, maybe it's podcasting like myself, but just don't settle, find that thing that you love. And then when Alana had found blogging and started doing it full time, it was cool to see how her past career in advertising had benefited her as a creator. She had the experience. She was able to kind of see and understand both sides. She understands the mindset of somebody in the advertising industry, but she also, and she understands the side of a blogger. She understands both sides. That helps her navigate the world of influencer marketing a lot better than someone who's just getting into it. Someone who, let's say, for example, is 17 and has had a YouTube channel that popped off. They may not understand how to correctly price themselves, market themselves, but she had that experience in the advertising age the advertising industry and that made her life as a blogger and collaborating with companies easier at least that was my interpretation from the outside and I also want to hit on that that a lot of things I'm saying here like I'm not trying to speak for her these are just my interpretation kind of what I took away I want to make that very clear I'm not trying to speak for Alana maybe it was still tough as a blogger but from what I gathered having her background and career in advertising made her life as an influencer easier when it came to working with companies. And that's why I was really intrigued to ask her if people should be charging for collaborations even early on. And what she said was you should, what she did in her case was she made it look like she was already collaborating with companies just because she was talking about products she enjoyed. And then I think she said one of her first deals was with Cheerios for like 20 bucks or something like that. And that you should always try to charge just a little bit. And I agree because I don't think you should ever work for free. And even if you don't offer the biggest audience, the most exposure for a company, you're still putting in the time to create that content. So even though we might not be giving them the crazy exposure that they want, even charge just a little bit for the time it's taking you to create that content. So as a creator, don't view it strictly as exposure when you're charging a company for a sponsored post or maybe if they're just trying to offer you product for exchange of post. Also look at it as the time you're putting in. So maybe you don't think you have the audience to charge for the exposure, but your time is valuable. Your time is money. So even in the beginning, charge just a little bit. Even if you're charging $10, who cares? It sets the precedent that you are charging money. You don't do it for free or just for an exchange of post. You do it for a little bit of money. You start with $10 and then you know what? The next time someone comes and talks to you, it's $20. And then from there, you build on that. Maybe the next one's 25. The next one's a little bit smaller than a big jump from a, from 10 to 20, but you just incrementally grow it. And then you go from there, right? You got to start somewhere. So even if it's a small deal, even if you have like a thousand Instagram followers like myself, if someone wanted to do an exchange of posts, I would charge them like maybe 10 bucks just to set the precedent that I'm not going to do it for free. So that was really interesting to hear her say that. And I 100% agree. And I know I went off on my own tangent there about why you should charge and how you should kind of go about it. But definitely don't ever do it for, well, not necessarily don't ever do it for free. I don't want to say that. 
speaking as someone that's never been offered, actually that's a lie. I have been offered one sponsorship for the podcast before I turned it down. That's a whole nother story. But speaking as someone with very limited experience in the world of influencer marketing and doing sponsored posts, take what I say with a grain of salt, but that is kind of where I land on it. Just charge a little bit. Don't do it for free unless it's some crazy, crazy offer, then maybe consider it. Maybe in Alana's case, in your case, maybe in your case, you would have taken that free trip to Hawaii that was offered to Alana. I get that. Maybe if someone offered me something like a trip to Hawaii or something crazy for an exchange of a post, then yes. So I don't want to say don't ever do it for free because I think there are certain instances where that actually is realistic and appropriate to do it. But just as common practice, if someone wants you to wear their sweater, don't just wear their sweater in exchange for a post. Just you trust your gut, know what you should charge and what you shouldn't charge for. But if it's something where you think, oh, if I was if I was bigger, I would definitely charge for that, then just charge that little bit. But if it's something like a free trip to Hawaii, all expenses paid, yeah, take that for free. But in Alana's case, that wasn't necessarily something she was want, willing to do. And I thought that was really interesting was the fact that she, even though the trip to Hawaii would have been amazing, the amount of work she was going to have to put in while there wouldn't have really made it beneficial. So she turned it down. So make sure when you're working with these companies that it suits you. And I think for most people from the outside looking in, like you turned down a free trip to Hawaii. What? But at the end of the day, like it's what makes the most sense for you. And I thought it was really cool to hear her open up a talk about the fact that she just turned out a free trip to Hawaii, but her reasoning made complete sense. So make sure that when you're working with companies that it works for you as well. It doesn't just work for them. Another cool thing with Alana was how she's gone viral on several different different occasions with baby mugging and baby suiting. Like I thought that was really, really cool. And a way that she engaged her audience early on was through challenges and stuff like that where she challenged her audience. And I think that was a big takeaway for me. Um, sometimes I don't actually realize these takeaways when I'm talking to the person. Sometimes I get them when I listen to it back or I'm playing different things, then it kind of sinks in, but people love challenges. They love to be a part of something. So when you challenge your audience to something that's specifically for people that follow you, they're going to want to get involved because it feels like they're a part of something. They're joining the community of all these people doing these things like baby mugging or baby suiting. And you have to make it something fun for your audience or something that's going to bring them value. I've seen a lot of like, I don't know if self-help's the right word, but like self-help challenges like, oh, I'm going to shower, I'm going to have a cold shower every day for a month. Join me on the cold shower challenge. I've seen photographers do like photo challenges and different things like that. So as a creator, if you can find a unique way to engage your audience with a form of challenge, you should do that. And Alana's done that several times and she's done it well, multiple times. She's been featured in tons of different places. She got featured on Ellen. She's been featured, I think she said she was, not her specifically, but this challenge she created was mentioned on Jimmy Kimmel and just crazy, crazy places where she was able to reach. And now just, you're not gonna hit that level of success just by doing a challenge, but a challenge is a great way to engage your audience. And then you're able to go through all this, all the content your audience has created through your challenge and engage with them through that. It's just another tool for your audience to feel like they've connected with you on a deeper level than just following and liking your photos. And as someone, once you issue that challenge, this is something that I'm just adding on to the end here. Make sure you engage with people. Try your hardest 
it, depending on your scale, but you should be engaging with every single person that participates in your challenge. I'm talking a like, comment, maybe even a DM on top of that. If they've taken that amount of time to create content specifically for you and a challenge you issued, engage with them as much as you can because that's just crazy. Just asking someone to do a photo challenge and they do it. Asking someone to take cold showers for a month just because you're doing it and they do it is crazy. So you need to show as much appreciation for these people as you can if they're participating in your challenge. But I think challenges are a great, great way to engage your audience and a great way to grow, right? Because they're posting this content on their account as well. They're not just posting it like, they're not like DMing it to you. They're posting it on their account. So they're giving you, they're giving you exposure through their account. And then one other thing that's kind of related to the going viral was when you're featured by other outlets, it almost legitimizes what you're doing and to your to your followers. Legitimizes what you're doing to your followers. Not that what you're doing beforehand isn't legit, but it's cool for your followers to see you featured elsewhere. And in Alana's case, I believe it was baby mugging or baby suiting. And she wasn't 100% sure, but she thinks it was BuzzFeed that featured her on there. And her followers thought that was super cool. And she got a ton of engagement after the fact because BuzzFeed had posted and her followers thought it was super duper cool. So finding ways to get yourself exposure through other outlets is only going to benefit you. Now, it's not necessarily in the same it's not necessarily the same thing as collabing. It's kind of in the same vein where getting yourself exposure through other people's audience is only going to benefit you, right? So if you're able to find ways to get whatever you're doing featured in the media, it's only going to help. And then the final thing that I was really interested in and I was really excited to talk to Alana about and ask her about was as a mom, a blogger, what's she going to do as her kids start to age? Because we're, we've never really seen that. Like we've never really had mom bloggers prior to today like obviously they started a little bit earlier when blogging was really hot and really in like it's not that blogging's dead right now but it's not as big as it once was at least from my perspective so what does it look like now as your kids grow older how do you continue to do that mom content when your kids are growing up you can't really talk about babies and stuff and toddlers and that whole thing when your kids are growing up and they're no longer babies and toddlers. And I think Alana has a really good perspective on it and she has a really good plan as to how she's going to be able to keep mommy shorts relevant for her audience and people that have kids of that age group. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see what Alana does moving forward with her own personal brand because She's not letting mommy shorts go, but I would really interested to see if she does anything where she kind of expands out her own personal brand and goes more into Alana Wiles as opposed to just mommy shorts because yes, they are one and the same, but they're also two different things. So I think it's really interesting to me. It was really interesting to talk to her about that and hear her perspective on it, especially as one of the biggest mom bloggers in the world. She's been named one of the top 100 mom bloggers before. And it was just really, really interesting to hear. I've said interesting a lot. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but no, hearing her perspective was fascinating. And I'm just excited to see kind of what happens going forward and how mommy shorts is going to evolve over time as her, as her kids grow older and what she kind of does with that. Like maybe she's going to get more into the writing. I know she talked about wanting to write a fiction book and I thought that was really cool. That would be kind of just a direction that no one would probably really expect. I think people would expect kind of a kid's novel or a kid's book, but she wants to take it a completely different direction. And I think that would be really, really cool. So I'm just as a fan 
a consumer, I'm excited to see what Alana does moving forward as her kids get older and maybe not necessarily stick into strictly the mom content. So I'm really looking forward to that and seeing how she kind of pivots here over time. And I have full confidence that what she's going to do is going to work. Like she hasn't gotten here by mistake. I think she knows what she is doing. She's very, very smart. Um, she was just also just as a complete aside, she was super like the nicest person ever. Like she invited us into her home when we were in New York to record the podcast and we set it up there. Super duper nice. I had a ton of fun recording this episode with her. So do me a favor and go and follow her. She's at mommy shorts. If you just Google that, you'll be able to find all of her channels. And if you'd like to follow me, you can find me at, at the Jacob Kelly on both Twitter and Instagram. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you leave it a rating and a review. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe, stay tuned for future episodes. And if you've made it this far and you haven't listened to the entire episode with mommy shorts with Alana Wiles, definitely go and check that one out. I know it's pretty long over an hour and a half, but like I said in the beginning, it's just such a good episode. I had a ton of fun recording it. So make sure you go and do that if you haven't already. And I'm trying something new with the podcast. So every Monday I put it obviously the full podcast, the full episode interview, whatever you want to call it. And I'm starting to roll out the full video. That's right. The full video we record every single episode. So if you want to see the clips, the quick snippets there on Instagram and at my social pod and then throughout the week on YouTube, I'm putting some like five to six, maybe 10 minute clips on YouTube. Mon- some depends how many clips I get, but throughout the week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, there's extra ones, Wednesday, Friday. And then on Sunday, I'm starting to put out to the full hour and a half video. One thing to note though, is that I shoot with one camera, I have a DSLR and it stops recording every 30 minutes. So every 30 minutes or so that's going to go black on screen. If you're watching the YouTube video, don't panic. It's going to come back probably within like 20 to 30 seconds. It just happens because I don't know the DSLR doesn't shoot longer than 30 minutes. So I'm not really down to spend thousand, couple thousand dollars to get a camera that doesn't stop recording every 30 minutes. So if you want to watch the full video, you're just going to have to deal with the occasional 30 seconds of black screen while the camera gets restarted. But if you're not really down to listen to the full podcasts, but you want to watch them, that's going to be made available to you. Not the day it comes out. It's definitely going to be audio only for the first week. So if you want to get it first, you want to listen to the episodes right away, you can listen to them on Monday morning, like you always have been. And if you want to watch the full video, you can check that out Sunday. I don't have a specific upload time yet. I still got to figure that out, but I've had issues with uploading them because they're so long trying to upload them to YouTube and my Wi-Fi can be spotty. So there's no official upload time release date for the full video, but look for it on Sunday. Turn on post notifications if you really want to get it right away. And definitely check that one out right now we've got the full videos up for joey kidney parviz dov buster share and jay feldman so if you want to go back and watch some of the older podcasts they're up there now and then if you want to check out the mommy shorts full video that will be released on sunday so feel free to check that one out subscribe to my social life on youtube subscribe to it in your podcast app thank you once again for listening we'll talk soon